0: Welcome, folks, to the uncommon good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr. Every week, diving deep into the truth of Catholic social teaching and restoring all things in Christ. The uncommon good is on the
1: air. I'm Bo Bonner. I'm Dr. Budmar. We are coming to you from these United States of America here in Des Moines, Iowa, where we both work at Mercy College of Health Sciences. I am the Senior Advisor for Mission Initiatives. And the director for the Center for Human Flourishing down yonder. Bud, what do you do at Iowa... uh, Excuse me, not Iowa... We know what you're doing on Iowa Catholic Radio. What do you do at Mercy College of Health Sciences?
2: I work in academic affairs. My title
1: is associate provost. (laughs) (laughs) So not only what, but how. You're just making sure everybody knows what's going on.
2: Yeah, I work with the program chairs, which is fun. So all the leaders amongst the various like academic departments
1: and of course we want to say thank you to mercy college of health sciences mchs.edu for underwriting the show we appreciate it very much we're in the middle of the fall semester but as always you can start looking forward to uh, things that start in the spring semester summer and fall starts um, everything getting ready to gear up mchs.edu to check out all the nursing programs allied health certificate programs um, all sorts of things and goodies for people to go check out there
2: yeah mercy plus which is our online delivery that just started so if you're like i'm looking at the start date start date but i don't like it there might be a different start date for you <laughs> we've got start dates all throughout the calendar year
1: that's right there's a, a whole smorgasbord of ways people that can choose uh where they want to go to college one of them could be start date i mean i would assume it would be program but if you're like i'm only going to do a program if it starts in late september early october well we even have that for you that's right <laughs> yeah so all the start dates to meet your needs M-C-H-S dot edu but you know one of the things about this time of magical year here in the midwest is you can have absolutely brilliant days where you're like this is the fall and it's completely the fall and it will never not be the fall and then a few days later it might be a bit warm but i I have a i have a strong feeling that um 70 degree days are truly on their way out and pretty soon it will be uh you know perma fall for at least a few weeks
2: I'm a big fall guy, so not to gripe about Providence, but I've been disappointed in the fall so far. <laughs> We've had a couple crisp days. If you these days, if you wake up early, even if it makes it into the 70s, that early hour is often crisp.
1: That's true. I like that you said you're the fall guy, and I thought both of oh. like <laughs> if something goes wrong at Iowa Catholic Radio, we'll blame you. But then I also remember the like what was that the show in the 80s, the Fall Guy? Yeah, yeah, Lee Majors. Uh, I knew we'd get a Lee. I yeah. I guess it's not good to be the fall guy, right? No. Well, I mean, unless you're, just, you're Lee Majors, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and who sang the opening? Uh... Oh, Lee Majors yeah. sang it, too. Oh, right. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys all think I'm hearing the ghost of Lee Majors. That I was, Jimmy is pointing out that uh, Lee Majors, I, man, we are alienating a lot of people right now, oh. because not only do you have to be older to have seen this, uh, <laughs> but you... you uh, you ha- I think you had to be home during the day uh, t- for TV. But Lee Major's the fall guy. Um, but what Bud means is he is a- he is a fall guy. He loves the fall, uh, and he is a man. So- well, a
2: couple things. I would have <laughs> I, w- I would have said autumn, but I feel like the term autumn is going out of style. Like it's I s- true. I say around my children, like this is autumnal, and they have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> But the second thing is, like, that banter with you and Jimmy was pretty good. But on
1: air, it's going to sound like you're talking to yourself. I know. Well, there is a the way. <laughs> yeah. And I also, just so everyone out in the Well, crowd. I can turn my mic on, too. Now they do hear me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we don't believe you now.
2: Jimmy, I think you should have your mic on at all times. Because whenever you interject, it, it ups the quality of the show. <laughs> But I don't see, know about
0: that.
1: One of the things, too, is like, so Jimmy, to make his point, it was on at night. By the time I was watching it, it was on reruns if you were sick at home. And that's, that's right, where I remember it. Because
0: you're younger than I am. That's because true. I actually watched it when it was on primetime at night. But
1: do, were you not, like, was your uh, your evangelical upbringing you were not allowed to watch Fall Guy? It was just Little House on the Prairie,
2: and <laughs> we could we could listen to it. I Adven- watched that, too. Yeah, that was good. Adventures in Odyssey. On the boombox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man. That's, that's great. You know what? All I want to say is if if internet traffic has a small bump in Fall Guy Lee Major's traffic, I kind of think Iowa Catholic Radio deserves some of that money. So.
2: You know what we need? Conan had a great bit where he, like NBC acquired the rights to what
1: was the- uh, Oh, yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker,
2: Texas Ranger. And he'd pull the lever. Yeah. We need a Fall Guy
1: lover. Oh my gosh. That would classic be classic clips. That would be such wonderful content. Uh, but I I'm thinking that we need to go to break here because if we keep this up we might get kicked off the air. <laughs> uh, the Bob Bonner, Dr. Budmar, the Uncommon Good. Stick around. We'll be back with real content, not Fall Guy content, right after this. <laughs>
3: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of Warranty Forever, offering new, used,
1: and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com.
3: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Established in Des Moines in 1924, St. Vincent de Paul assists those living in poverty to become self-sufficient by helping to remove roadblocks on their journey out of poverty. St. Vincent de Paul helps with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. The Society of St. Vincent de Paul, svdpdsm.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Offering insurance products for farm, ranch, machinery, livestock, and much more. It's your future Let's protect it. Cindy's phone number is 515-226-2111.
2: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarah strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join
1: s-e-r-r-a.org. Thank you, Sarah for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Back with the Uncommon Good. Bob or Dr. Bud Marr joining you this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Make sure to check out everything going on in and around the diocese and on air at IowaCatholicRadio.com. If you have the Iowa Catholic Radio app, download that and you can do that as well. You can also donate both those ways. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Iowa Catholic Radio, at IA Catholic Radio for the Twitter. So, Bud, today we're going to um, finish up. We, we have arcs within arcs because, of course, What we've been doing here in 2022 is having shows about sacrificial leadership, the way we think um, leadership has to take its cue, if it's going to be Catholic and Christian, from Jesus Christ, of course, and his sacrificial leadership, his kenosis, his self-giving. We've talked about it formally, as it were. We've talked about saints that we think are great examples, but we've actually been talking about it trying to be practical. We've taken the three sort of most practical practices, as it were, that every Catholic knows that... Uh, especially during Lent, but we're supposed to do it um, throughout the year where we um, uh, we we pray, uh, we give alms, and then we fast. And we've been talking about uh, the first two uh, the last few weeks. So today we're going to talk about sacrificial leadership and fasting, which to my mind, Bud, might be the most confusing, or people get, might go, what does this have to do with leadership? On one hand, fasting itself is just an important uh, practice. So maybe we should talk about Why, real quick, fasting is good in and of itself, and primarily why we do it. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, fasting is like a spiritual diet you go on, but that kind of misses the point.
2: Yeah, it comes up in Scripture, actually, quite a bit. And the passages that first come to mind for me is when our Lord kicks off some controversy around this, because um, there were religious leaders at the time who thought that his followers were, like, too festive. Like, you preach this coming kingdom of God... And yet your, your, your disciples don't fast in this way. And Jesus makes this point that like when the bridegroom is present, you know, in reference to himself, fasting doesn't make sense. It's like celebratory, but he actually prophesies that there will come a day when the followers of God will fast again. And that's the place that we're in now as Catholics. We know, and we've talked about this on the show, like we have sort of a rhythm of fasting and feasting. You mentioned Lent. That's the primary fasting season. But I think it's a spiritual practice that we need to develop year round. Maybe it could start with Fridays abstaining from meat, but for those of us who you know have been blessed with good health and are, are able, we should pick times where we fast. Yeah, October 9th was the feast day of St. John Henry Newman, and even before becoming Catholic, this was an important part of his spiritual life. If you if you've had a spiritual director, if you've read some of the like great spiritual classics, We'll talk about fasting in different ways. Part of it's just obedience to God's commands as given in God's word. But I, I think a deeper reason for it is like in life, I think, especially in our day and age, we can become very comfortable. And fasting is one way that we remind ourselves of our dependence upon God. And we show ourselves to be hungrier for things that are greater than our immediate needs. So our Lord famously says, like, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so by setting aside this good thing, food, a great blessing, something that we need, and spending time where we we give it up for an occasion, it can develop like a deeper spiritual hunger and I think a real dependence on God as the one who provides all of our needs.
1: And I think that is a perfect way to set into why this is so important for leaders. On one hand, um, it's important to know that if something as basic and good as food— at certain times, uh, it properly is given up for the sake of spiritual realities. Something like leadership, in certain ways, Bud, should be seen the same way. So if food, which you must eat to live, has its time and place in which it should be fasted from, leadership itself needs to be understood in a similar way. This is important, because in order to be good leaders, we need to keep in mind that there's occasion where, if we are called to do a sinful thing, or even something that's just not uh, befitting of a Christian in order to lead, then perhaps that's just quite simply a time that God has asked Christians to fast from leadership. So it's important to realize, right, that as leaders, we think that leadership has a limited good compared to other spiritual ones, because if even food, bud, can be given its proper time and place to fast from, certainly leadership can too. So it's this important, the, the, the fasting theology makes us realize that we shouldn't try to lead at all costs. But besides that, leaders themselves, right, you talk about comfort and how easy it is um, to make allow your, your belly to be your God. I mean, that's sort of the, the language, um, a lot of the patristics when they talk about fasting. When you're a leader, but it's even more important to say these comforts of the world, which of course sort of naturally accrue when you're in an important position, that they're not going to make us lose the way. Because, of course, remember, the only reason that God has made anyone leaders, anyone strong is for the sake of the weak. And a leader is supposed to be taking someone somewhere, like temporal leaders to a goal here on earth, all of us leading each other to heaven. And if you're a leader and you get comforted by the temptations of this world, you will not only easily lose the way, but you'll become disoriented and not know where to take the people who are following you with you.
2: Well, and not to pretend at all like this is easy. I think back to the Gospels when Jesus, right before he begins his public ministry, our Lord goes out into the wilderness. And this is like an intense time of prayer and being set apart from the world. And one of the first things that Satan tempts him with is to turn stones into bread. And if you can imagine how hungry our Lord would have been, you know, as fully human after 40 days of fasting. I think, you know, Satan, a lot of times with his tricks and deceptions, he won't start with maybe like big temptations, but like sometimes like gluttony or like an immediate turn to like gratification of our desires is one way where like the enemy can gain a foothold. That's it's sort of like a testing ground for something greater. Ironically, you know, I think about this a lot with our Catholic culture, like sometimes when we sort of forget something or let it become too lax, like the world picks it up. And you can see this with fasting, which historically it was very much built sort of into our calendar and our rhythm of life. And maybe has been forgotten a little bit today. Like you can read all sorts of like self-help health books where they're like, yeah, if you fast, like even if fasting from like intermediate
1: fast, intermediate
2: fasting yeah. from 8 PM till noon, the next day is good for your body. Or You know, if you are able to brave like longer periods of fasting, like three, four or five days, there are nutrition experts who talk about this kind of like clarity of mind where because your body starts to begin to release toxins and different things that it's dependent on. And so all that to say, like, (laughs) I think this is an opportunity for us not only to be like leaders in our specific place, but if you want to say like a leader in a community or like a form of witness, like this is something that Catholics can pick up again and you know, like, grace builds on nature, a lot of times, like, these spiritual practices that have a long pedigree, they're also just good for us in a lot of
1: ways. I think that the temptations narrative, too, really hits what we're getting at. It's a really good point, bud, because if you think about the way the devil sort of keeps upping the ante with Christ, so first just make stones into bread, then it's basically, you know, prevent yourself from being hurt, and then it's, Mm -hmm. I'll give you all of these kingdoms if you just follow me, you know, bow to me, says Satan. And you think about, of course, those are three and, you know, God does things in threes because that's humans seem to remember things in threes, but it really does kind of get to, you know, the temptations of the most basic sort, food, you know, pleasure and all these things like this. The next one is the temptations of safety, right? I don't want to get hurt. I don't want the chance to get hurt. And then the last one, power, right? To be able to exert it over other people, What leader and even the smallest role has not been tempted with the pleasure that derived from being a leader, uh, the ability to sort of keep yourself safe or um, put barriers around other people because you're a leader. And then finally, to exert your will over other people, Uh, you know, half the country songs on Earth, half the Mm -hmm. stories on Earth are about small bit players who get a little bit of leadership immediately tempted by all three and wreck all sorts of havoc, let alone... Something like a leader of a corporation, a leader of a nation. But if we think about this, if you're a leader of your family, a leader of your friend group, a leader of whatever, it's going to be tempting to think of that as your way up and out of any problem. Now I can do what I want, satisfy my desires, feel safe, and then finally exert my will over other people. Fasting, it is very important to note, is not because any of those things on their own are wicked. It's not wicked that things are pleasurable. God made them pleasurable so that we would eat and survive. Um, It's not wicked to hope to remain safe in a reasonable way. Here at uh, Iowa Catholic Radio, we want you to buckle your safety belt. Um, It's not even wicked to want to use your will, right? Because that's God put us to use our will to do good things. But all of those things are temptations and sins when they are desired inordinately, out of order, disordered, And the thing is, is being a leader is exactly where we get the most opportunity in order to do that. So fasting is not about kicking the bad things out of your life just so that you can, you know, be a superhuman and then a better leader, which I think what you're getting at but is sometimes that's what the sort of health gurus get at is like, oh, do you want to like maximize your potential? Then you should do uh, some of this fasting stuff. What we're saying is, no, you need to realize that what you're fasting from is good a good it's just not the good and when you so to speak show it truly who is boss then you are being the type of leader because you're leading with your intellect over your passions but also you're leading with grace and spirituality over what is craven and temporal and ephemeral and fading away this is the uncommon good Bob bonner dr bud Maher, talking about sacrificial leadership and fasting uh we'll talk about that a bit more when we get back this is the uncommon good and we'll be back right after this.
3: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. ctoiowa.org At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Wills Family Orchard, located at 33130 Panther Creek Road, just outside of Adel. Apple and Pumpkin Fest weekends run September 17th through October 23rd, with fun farm activities for all ages. Learn more at willsfamilyorchard.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, desmoine-dentalassociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Golden Rule,
2: always seeking to serve customers better and to create job opportunities within the community. So, with the new electrical division, Golden Rule now services all home maintenance concerns. Learn
0: more at GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to our business partner, Big Red Q Quick Print. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Big Red Q Des Moines.com. Big Red Q Des Moines.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: We're back with the Uncommon Good. Bob Honor, Dr. Bud Marr joining you this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the show. We love having you with us. Today, we're finishing up a little arc we had on sacrificial leadership and practical, practical practices of Christian practice. So we talked about um, sacrificial leadership and almsgiving, sacrificial leadership and prayer, and today we're finishing up with sacrificial leadership and uh, fasting, which Bud, in many ways... I think people would find maybe either we'd only have like five minutes worth of things to say or that it would be too complicated to say. But I really think that it's profitable what we've said so far. And I want to go back one more time, uh, throw it over to you to talk about the temptation narrative, the, Satan tempting Christ and how here it is, right? The sp- sacrificial leader of all sacrificial leadership leaders deals with the temptation of leadership presented by the devil himself.
2: Well, one thing I love about the show in all seriousness is like, sometimes we'll paint broad strokes, like, what do you want to talk about today? And we have a topic, but then just seeing where the show goes. And we didn't really talk too much beforehand about talking about our Lord being tempted in the wilderness, but there's, you know, and hashing this out, there's so much that's rich there. And one thing that I think about Bo with fasting and, and Jesus specifically being tempted is that his faithfulness on that occasion was seen as kind of undoing where the people of Israel had failed during their 40 years in the wilderness. So they were there 40 years. They famously committed idolatry, grumbled about the manna that God provided. Our Lord is faithful, like in similar analogous circumstances. And then we're called to be Christ like. One theme that's been threaded through all these discussions about servant leadership is becoming more like Jesus. We say, How can we do that? Well, a real concrete way is to imitate him in this manner. You know, right before he dies, he tells the disciples, remain alert and they, they fall asleep. You know, they fall away on the journey to the cross. We're called to remain alert before his second coming. And as sacrificial leaders, wherever God has called us to be leaders, like fasting, there's, there's so much there. Like it, it can be a way of building our dependence upon God. It can remind us of the things that matter most important that last for eternity. And it can just be one way where we like just really become more like Jesus by doing something specifically that he practiced.
1: I think, too, this is, and I know I've brought it up before, but with leaders, we talk about the separation of the person and office. And I know a lot of that can be very abstract, or it can even seem like it's getting around problematic aspects of leadership or historical example. But I think it's important for us to dwell on that, of course, there's many ways in which you hold an office. And a lot of times that office itself needs to be, frankly... I don't know, held dear or respected or things like this, right? You don't want it. It, it helps no one if uh, the boss of the place is super cash, right? And <laughs> and, and acts like everybody can be buddy buddy. That only makes it worse when you have to do things like dis- discipline an employee or you know make hard decisions. What's far more important to me is no matter what the situation calls for, uh, we're respecting the office, and that's going to be different between like a, a small business all the way up to you know, a ruler of a state or, you know, like the Pope, no matter what it means to respect the office, the way that we become dispassionate about our identification with the office, I think is part and parcel of fasting. So sure, maybe you need to wear something ceremonial when you're the president of a college or you're a Pope, but fasting, right, which you do in secret, right? The thing is, right, is fasting uh, to sort of show off uh, seems to miss all of this point. No, fasting in secret is what allows us to be dispassionate about the fact that the office does deserve um, its its just rewards, what's said towards it, uh, but that we can fulfill it humbly and not over uh, identify ourselves with, like we said, exactly the temptations of the office. This is the Uncommon Good. May Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, reign in our hearts, our families, city, state, uh, nation, world, solar system, galaxy, the whole kit and caboodle. This is the Uncommon Good and we'll be back next week. But if folks are interested in praying with Iowa Catholic Radio, what are easy ways that they can do so? Three
2: easy times to remember, 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. We pray the rosary on air, 2.55 p.m. The Divine Mercy Chaplet is broadcast, but you should also download the Iowa Catholic Radio
1: app, which you can use anytime, anywhere to pray the rosary. Absolutely. You can also use the Iowa Catholic Radio app to donate, for instance. You can do that as well by going on iowacatholicradio.com, where you can listen live and also donate and check up on other things. If you want to donate, I know we just got done with fall fundraising, uh, but if you didn't have a chance to uh, phone in uh, to donate, you can still do so, 515-223-1150, or text 515-223-1150. Uh, one more time of, like we always say, we're very gracious for all the people who gave last week and the people who continue to support us. This ministry is not just the people on air, behind the boards, or in the office, it's very much your ministry as well, and we thank you for all that you give, speaking of sacrificial leadership. Um, Iowa Catholic Radio events in and around the Des Moines Diocese. Uh, You can always check those up at iowacatholicradio.com. But the next Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, October 14th at noon. St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines with Tom Quinlan. Eucharist, food for the journey of discipleship. Lunch will be provided by Chick-fil-A, or you're welcome to bring your own. The dinner in December is Saturday, December 10th at Embassy Suites downtown with uh, Cy Kellett from Catholic Answers. And then Iowa Catholic Radio's 15th anniversary Footprints of God Pilgrimage to the Holy Land with Steve Ray, Matt Wilcom, and Father P.J. McManus will be November 2023. Call or go online to check out more about what that is all about. Well, Bud, like you said, uh, sometimes things are more fortuitous than we realize. I'm with you. We Mm -hmm. didn't get a whole lot of chance to really plan this out. Um, But when the topic is as uh, rich as talking about sacrificial leadership uh, and fasting, I think it all takes care of itself. I'm ready to fast. Yeah, we, we, we fast from planning sometimes. <laughs> That's right. I don't think Jimmy likes that look from us, but uh, that, it, it'll work out. Well, as always, folks, thank you for listening. This is The Uncommon Good. Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Mar. This is The Uncommon Good, and we'll be back next week. The Uncommon
0: Good with Beau Bonner and Dr. Bud Mar is heard every week on wonderful Catholic stations like this one and anytime on podcasts. Just search for The Uncommon Good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and The Uncommon
2: Good provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences. Learn more at mchs.edu.